transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. David Van Camp, a trooper. He's here. He feels fine. I usually don't speak for him, but he's lost his voice for the most part. But he is speaking through his alter ego, Dana Van Camp. I think. I'm no hero, but I am heroic. Very good. Nice. See, he's here. Nice. All right, still contributing to the show. you got to love that. There's no other talk show in America giving you this today. No way. I can guarantee you that. You kidding me? Well, one thing you probably know, the mask mandate is over. Thank God. As far as the federal judge killing the travel mask mandate, saying that the CDC failed to justify keeping it going for 15 more days. They kept pushing it back and pushing it back. It was another date. The date would come, and then they would say, well, we just need to extend it. Seen the rise in cases in two different counties or whatever excuse they gave. And so now... The mask mandate is killed. And I don't know if you saw any of the videos that were posted online. I did. Of mid-flight. Yeah. There's your captain speaking. And let him know, hey, from here on out, you don't have to wear masks. And actual singing broke out on one flight. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. So the question is, is this really the end, or is this going to be fought? I don't know. Well, we don't know Biden for sure administration yet. going to appeal this? Well, you know, it was a Trump-appointed judge, and she's only 35, and, you know, she doesn't care about old people. Yeah, all of a sudden, it, it's some yeah, sort of age. Yeah. problem yeah. to be a 35-year-old female judge. Yes. Well, young, and <laughs> Trump appointed her. That's right. Denier of science. Yes. So, and by the way, she didn't say you had to, you didn't, you could wear a mask if you want. Well, if you want to get on a plane all day and wear a mask or whatever you want to wear, the mandate's over. It's not a mask ban. No, if you want to wear it, wear it by all means. Because some people took it as that. It's like, what do you, yeah, I know. It's like, well, no, they're not going to make you drop your mask off in the receptacle before you enter the plane. So, yesterday, you know, White House press secretary Jen Psaki taking questions. Peter Ducey from Fox asked her about it. She seems maybe a little annoyed. Why is it that we can sit here in the White House briefing room with no masks, but people can't sit in an airplane cabin with no masks? Well, Peter, I'm not a doctor. You're not a doctor. That I'm aware of. If you're a doctor, I wasn't aware of that today until today. Okay, really, Jen? That's where you're going to go? Are you a doctor, Peter? Oh, my gosh. Well, no more common the, sense. Worked for the Supreme Court justice. 
We know the studies. I'm not a biologist. I don't know what a woman is. Right. right. Okay, not a doctor. Just making sure. I don't know. Um, and nor do you play one on TV. Nor does he play one on TV. There you go. Most days. Um, but these determinations, remember the masking guidance is there are is green, yellow, and red. We are currently in a green zone in Washington, D.C., so they're not recommending it. Some people can still wear a mask if they want to. Many people do. Okay. See, this is killing Van Camp right now. He can't speak, but I can tell he wants to. He wants to say something about this. It's driving him crazy. Is this Dana Van Camp with the interpretation? No? You're not going to go with it? No. Okay. No Dana Van Camp. Are you afraid you're going to get in trouble? Yeah, maybe a little. It's too ugly. (laughs) (laughs) He can always say, I didn't say anything. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody else just put it in there. Yeah, it was, I didn't do it. It was like a random caller that came in. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know, know what, what he said. Anyway, at least for now, this thing is done. They're finally, I guess, following the science. Did anyone ever bring up the cloth mask study to the CDC and how that made sense and how, especially in an airplane, the ventilation system is supposed to be the safest around? That's what we were told. As far yeah. as I know, that's what the science says. Because once you breathe out the air, that it's gone. It's sucked up, gone, and then it's fresh. I'm not an expert on that. That's well, what we were told. I don't understand why they just couldn't give everybody a bag of pretzels. Oh, that's right. And have them eat them on board with the mask down. Because after all, we know, mm-hmm. based on our travels together, that if you open a bag of pretzels, you can pull the mask down because somehow it cannot penetrate you. The virus can't. I don't know if it's because of the salt on the pretzels. I'm not sure what it is, but it bounces right off. But once you're done with those pretzels, get that mask on! <laughs> if you missed it back in November, it was the Daily Robin's rant yeah. about being on a plane saying, I don't understand. I can eat the pretzels and that's fine. But the minute the pretzels are gone, i got to put the mask back on. Yes, that's exactly this right. This really is bad news for the salted snack industry. It, it, a little bit. it really is, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's Planter's much... stock is dropping. Unfortunate there. Um, moving on. And I love the way David titled this story. Enemy of the people. Uh, the Washington Post doxes the libs of TikTok site. I don't know if you heard about this or not. So libs of TikTok. Oh. All it is is a Twitter account taking videos of liberals on TikTok and then showing them to people on Twitter. That's it. It's not some sort of commentary. It's just these liberal people and giving them a platform. That's that's it. It's like promoting their post. Mm-hmm. But people call it hateful. Why? I don't know. Why? It, it exposes the message they want out there, each individual. So the Washington Post decided to run down the person who was anonymous, who runs that Twitter account, Libs of TikTok. Reporter Taylor Lorenz. Oh, gosh. And if you don't know who she is, you're like most Americans. Some people that follow the political scene and no media know who she is. But she tracked down the woman who runs the account and wrote a story that included personal details, like her real estate license information, which also included her home address. Now, as far as Taylor Lorenz goes, this is the same person who refuses to say how old she is because she's worried about being doxxed. And you might know this part of the story. A couple of weeks ago, she was on MSNBC talking about 
how mean people are to her online. And this is a person that just docked someone else that wanted to remain anonymous. Right, PTSD and can't sleep and has tremors. and. Here's just a part yeah. of, of her meltdown on MSNBC. And again, this isn't like two years ago. This right. is a couple of weeks ago. I had severe PTSD from this. I, I contemplated suicide. It got really bad. You feel like any little piece of information that gets out on you will be used by the worst people on the Internet to destroy your life. And it's so isolating and terrifying. It's horrifying. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's overwhelming. It's really hard. The other thing about Taylor Lorenz, she's made a living out of ruining people's lives. Yeah. That's like the M.O. And so, again... She goes on MSNBC. And terrifying. It's horrifying. <laughs> I think I'm going to dox this person. It's overwhelming. It's really hard. Again, dox this person who runs the account Libs of TikTok for doing the dastardly thing of promoting liberals' videos. Now, yes, you could argue, well, these people expose themselves for being out of their minds. Yes, that is true. Um, as an example... You had this one liberal, okay, who is a part of education for little kids. All right, this is the purple hair, right? Yeah, dude, like some whiskers, but purple hair, um, trans, but saying absolutely kindergartners to third graders are ready for this information. Oh, yeah. Because he's around. He knows, okay? So this is like one of the videos the libs of TikTok would have shared with the people on Twitter. To say that pre-K through third grade are not ready for such topics is actually internalized homophobia and transphobia. They're very much ready for these topics and are way more accepting than adults when it comes to discussing these topics. We can talk about gender, gender assumptions, pronouns, all the things. And it is child development appropriate and age appropriate. It's literally created as just another means to other queer people basically say that us existing is not normal now it sounds like man it seems like a lot of clips there that's part of the tiktok thing is it's one video from one shot to the next to the next and it's all like sort of jammed together (laughs) so if you miss the overarching message there i think it is hey as a parent you might think you know when it's age appropriate to have talks about sex with your kid okay but you don't understand it like this young nut job to right say that pre-k through third grade are not ready for such topics is actually internalized homophobia and transphobia so you're a homophobe and a transphobe if you don't want kindergartners being taught about trans issues and getting their gender button that's right okay liberals hate libs of tiktok for the same reason alcoholics don't like being shown videos of them getting drunk <laughs> nice one good one well said dana van camp <laughs> good job dana very good way to weigh in yes <laughs> so th- there's going to be more on that absolutely also with everything else going on <laughs> israeli missiles strike hamas what is that all about that update much more coming up
the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Again, David Van Camp has lost his voice. Feels fine. Um, every once in a while, he will speak through an interpreter. Mm-hmm. That's Dana Van Camp, his female yes. voice. Appreciate that. The weird thing is, I never know when it's going to pop in. No, that's kind of like David anyway. Well, I can, I can obviously look at David's face. Right. And he can look at me like, yeah, I might be starting to talk now. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. But then all he does is hit the button because it's an open feed. And then, boom, we get the reaction. He'll slip, he'll slip some good stuff in there. Yeah. The first trans robot voice in history. Glasses all over the floor. Yes, it is. Another glass ceiling <laughs> broken. broken. Well played. Mm-hmm. Okay, so obviously we hear a lot about the war in Ukraine with Russia. And it does seem more and more we have politicians saying, we got to get in that war. We need troops on the ground. you got 75% of the American public say, no, don't want boots on the ground. No. But you feel that push coming. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, it seems like everything's pretty cool in the Middle East right now. It never is. Are you kidding me? Come on. You happen to see this update. Uh, Israeli missiles strike Hamas targets after Gaza rocket attack. Yeah, that's still going on. It took a few months off. Actually, it was January 1st, from what I understand, was the last sort of attack. So that's like a record for a while as far as the period of peace. Longest in the last few years, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but Israeli military uh, spokespeople said it struck a number of Hamas-controlled targets. That was following a rocket attack targeting Israeli citizens. And this goes on and on and on. And as soon as I hear that Hamas fired, you know, a single rocket, I'm thinking, well, they have that Iron Dome system. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it caught it, as it usually does. And then there's going to be return fire from Israel. That's the way that game goes. I can only imagine... Some people did something? ...how some of our congresspeople will react to that. Just a guess that it will be, well, certainly not pro-Israel. No. It was a mostly peaceful rocket. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Dana Van Camp. Yeah, for weighing in. For that. Yes, absolutely. Um... Wokeism gone amok in this story. It's on the New York Post. I'll just read from the story. You've got two <laughs> local diversity advocates in Arizona. <laughs> okay, yep. they're, they're taking some heat now. Yeah, rightfully so. They had called the school district racist. Why? Well, they hired a DJ to perform in blackface. I thought we were done with the blackface. Who would be crazy enough... To put on blackface to go DJ some dance or some party? That is a great question, yes. The answer is no one that we know of because that DJ who, well, the advocates, the diversity advocates thought was in blackface? Yeah. Is in fact black. No. Yes. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stuart Roden and Jill Lassen, who specialize in diversity, equity, and inclusion, Mm. lamb blasted the Scottsdale Unified School District's uh, elementary uh, division for its decision to hire Kim Coco Hunter, who is 56 years old and a local black DJ for a charity event. Okay, uh, they saw a picture on social media, and yes, there are people in costumes, mm-hmm. but they just figured, well, the black person there with three other white people must be in blackface. Wow. 
So then, of course, it comes back on them for making the accusation. Oh, he's actually black. Oh, goodness. Whoops. (laughs) You are right. We should have reached out and inquired before making such accusations, they said. Yeah, why don't you ask him first? Why don't you say, hey, what's with the blackface? No, I'm black. Okay, done. (laughs) That's simple, right? Well, I mean. Okay, I'm just asking the question. Um, And feel free to answer this, David, as Dana or Scott. If you were at the actual party Mm -hmm. and you had, say, four people together, all right, and one of those people were black, do you think you could tell if it was actually blackface or the person was black? I want to say yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know of any costume with blackface that you couldn't quite tell it was blackface. Can you? I'm not saying there hasn't been ever. Well, it could be. I mean, there could be something good enough to fool you, I suppose. Anyway. um, But the one person here that was the instructor at Arizona State didn't appear particularly apologetic. Um, And then posted a side-by-side image of the DJ on Facebook to try to show that the DJ darkened his face, even if he is black. Yes! Well, David thinks I'm, I'm lying. And and the person then, again, this is Roden, said, let me be clear, a black man apparently in blackface is an entirely different discussion than a white person. However, it seems at the very least he is in darker makeup, if not blackface, I'm completely mistaken, and it's the lighting of the photo. Okay. And, of course, this is a white woman saying this stuff. Um, to which Hunter then said, was I not black enough? How black do I got to get before people to know that I'm actually a black person? Just funny to me, this whole episode. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay. So that's So the black today. face, the black guy wore black face. No. Or did not wear black face, but was... Accused of wearing blackface. Yes, to okay. make himself darker. Got it. Okay. So anyway, that's... What a bunch Does of this lady heads. walk up to black people and wipe their skin with a moist <laughs> towel at just to make sure? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. Well. But, I mean, there are a lot of those that are for sale now, you know, the sort of disinfectant wipes. Yes. She could get them on sale just to make sure before she makes accusations in the future. I mean, she might have a hard time explaining that. Hey, listen, I just, it's not that I think you're dirty, okay? I just want to make sure that's not blackface. I don't want to make a fool of myself again. How many people are working in blackface to begin with? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Okay. Um, so we heard a lot of people celebrating yesterday that the mask mandate on planes traveled gone, except one flight attendant started weeping as she took off her mask. We'll get to that and much more coming up. Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. David Van Camp without a voice today. Every once in a while you'll hear him pipe in as Dana Van Camp. That's his computer simulated voice. That's what we're calling it. Okay. Yeah, yes. Yes. 
Well, as you know, a federal judge killed the travel mask mandate. Yeah. There's some people not happy about that. Well, it's a 35-year-old female Trump appointee. Talking about the judge. Yeah. Well, you know, it seemed like every video that I saw on a plane, people were celebrating. It was awesome. Well, of course they were, because they're normal people on planes. Did you hear about this flight attendant that cried? uh, Well, then find something else to do, please. Scott, it could be tears of joy. You're wrong, though. I'm not I'm not wrong, right? I mean, she was crying because they're taking it. Not even going to die. Why do you assume that? Because I just do. Am I assuming correctly? Go ahead and play do the audio. Go. What'd do you I say, want to bet? He had David just asked me if I wanted to bet. Do you want to bet? <sighs> no, because you guys already know, I think. I don't know. Let's roll the audio. If you'd like to continue wearing your mask, please feel free to do that. We do have extras if you'd like one. First time it's your time. Oh, I was wrong. Come on, Sarah. I hope you're fine. We're now at 35 minutes. Fight up to Santa. Three other business. That was my dear Together, we are here for your comfort and safety. So in just a moment, we will be going over to safety features. Yes, isn't that nice? That is nice. I would thought for sure it was going the other way. By the way, am I the only person on the show when there's something touching like that that goes, oh? Yeah, I think so. I thought so, too. I thought that was nice. But other people were not so happy. Well, no. Did you hear about the New York Times reporter that fell for an obvious joke about the mandate? <laughs> this is actually pretty funny. And ran with it? Some dude on Twitter put out a funny joke. And he was reacting to liberals melting down. Jared Rabel is his name. Mm-hmm. And he wrote, I boarded a plane today with my son, and mid-flight, the pilot announces that the mask mandate is over. Flight attendants pulled off their masks and sneezed directly into their hands while screaming, This is MAGA airspace! My son turned to me in tears. I don't know what to do. Oh, come on. Somebody believed that? Victoria Kim, with the failing New York Times, apparently took that seriously and wanted to do a story about it. So she wrote to him. Hi, Jared. I'm a New York Times journalist. I'd love to speak to you over the phone about what happened on your flight this evening. Hope this isn't coming in too late in your day. Thank you. Looking forward to hearing from you. Gosh. Did he do it? Oh, I would have. Not that I'm aware of. I would have called her up and said, you wouldn't believe it. But she believed that the flight attendants pulled off their masks and sneezed, sneezed. directly into their hands. Well, this for... is mega airspace. Well, I'm sure they were, like, waving their hands around, too. And rubbing in people's hair. Yes. yes. Take that. That's so They funny. also dumped bleach on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dana. Um, oh, by the way, Amtrak also removed the mask mandate. If you didn't hear that. Yeah. Yes, they sent out a notice to everybody last night. To all Amtrak employees, Amtrak passengers and employees are no longer uh, required to wear masks while on board trains or in stations. This action is consistent with the Biden administration statement just issued, which acknowledges today's federal court decision in Florida to strike down the CDC mask mandate for public modes of transportation. Amtrak's updated policy follows the administration's approach to this issue. So there you go. Well, did, is I, I mean, is the current administration going to appeal this? I mean, how is this going to work now? I, I fear they will, but I just wonder. 
I don't know. I've heard it talked about it in a couple of different ways. Boy, it's the, political suicide. I mean, you know, he he said what thirty seven percent. Now it can get lower. Go ahead. Well, depending on the poll, it's thirty three percent. Yeah. But the other thing that I heard was they're going to wait to see what the CDC says next. Another healthcare officials. No. To see if the DOJ can get involved or not. But as for right now, they're just letting it go. So they're so Miss Nervous Breakdown will take another swing, huh? I think she just does what she's told to do. You're talking about Walensky with yeah. the CDC, yeah. who is usually a nervous wreck. Like right on the verge of having a nervous breakdown, yes. Yeah. And then there's Dr. Ja, who came from NBC as a correspondent, who oh, is yeah. now working at the White House. I mean, I don't know if he has a mind of his own. It seems like he's always in step with the White House. So I don't know what his advice is going to be. Hmm. But, I mean, it was like two months in to the pandemic, and you catch that guy with all these messages that don't match, and you're like, okay, I can't trust him. Because that's the whole thing. Early on, we were all looking to see, all right, who can you trust on this? And you found out pretty soon that a lot of the officials you just could not trust. Well, in the meantime, makes me very happy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Should move on from that. All right. You're really attacking okay. not only Dr. <laughs> Anthony Fauci, you're attacking science. Just when I thought we were done. <laughs> what a great example right there. You, you can't attack him. See, he knows people and he can mind read. So early on, he knew the American people, okay, would go buy up all the masks and then they wouldn't have masks for people in the hospitals, and that would be bad. So he lied to the American people, but it was for everybody's good because he's Lord Fauci. He knows what you don't. It's not for you to question Lord Fauci's ways. He's beyond you with intelligence. So when he goes back and forth and seems to be in doublespeak, do not question Lord Fauci. You know, the best you thing he could have done was science. gotten out the first year of this thing. He'll be out by the end of the year. Because he would have still been a deity if he would have gotten out early. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, lay off. We just celebrated his big day on Sunday. That's right. Fauci rose again. <laughs> <laughs> For some people, he probably did. Uh, that's why this whole, you know, travel mask mandate that now it's gone. What does Fauci think? They're probably weeping about that. They went to his office and he was gone. Meanwhile, there's another liberal meltdown apparently going on. Did you hear about the Showtime series, The First Lady? Yes, yes. I read about this this morning. So Uh, you have different first ladies over time. Yeah. Okay, of course, including Michelle Obama. Viola Davis is playing Michelle Obama. And she has been held in high regard as an actress, as far as I know. Yes. You would say the same thing? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Well, the controversy is that people are offended that Viola Davis, as she's playing Michelle Obama, uses the duck lips pose. You just did it. You're doing it right I now, I know, but Scott. you said it. I can't help it. it you, you do. It's right. like you're getting ready to kiss something. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um. And then you have people then defending Viola Davis, saying she is a wonderful actress. How dare you criticize her? And we don't, the critics don't like this thing. I thought it would be a darling. Oh, I thought so too. But not so much. You know, it's on Showtime. Rotten Tomatoes has it at like 40%. Hmm. Um, 
Well, if you want to hear at least what some of the dialogue sounds like. This is of Viola Davis has Michelle Obama? That is correct. Okay. Yeah, I do want to hear it then. Okay. Just to get an idea. And in the clip that we're going to hear, this is Michelle and Big O talking about Secret Service protection. Okay. All right. I don't remember if this was actually the scene where there's some duck lips. There are a couple where she does it repeatedly, but I think this is also one of them. Roll it. Really? John Edwards have Secret Service? What about John McCain, Mitt Romney? Probably not. Yeah. You know why? You're a coon. You're a n- running for president of the United States. To the N word. You can almost see the duck lips. <laughs> I mean, you can. I mean, in the way she phrases things, right? <laughs> what was that again? How did you say that? <laughs> this is a really interesting phenomenon. Even though David can't talk right now, he is doing the duck lips. And yeah. You're doing them. Yeah, have you seen her? This is have, like have a you sneeze. seen a trailer if you from this? Sneeze, someone else sneezes. I know. This is a duck lip thing. If someone does, well, it, you can you... hear it though. you go? <laughs> I, I can't hear it. I can't. I could Hold hear it. Hold on. Let me hear this Maybe again. Maybe it was John Edwards have secret service. Okay, no. I hear yes, that. Yes, see? No, it would, yes, now I hear John, it. It would talk. Michelle Obama doesn't talk like that, does she? I don't she? think so. That's, That's a I ever weird remember. characterization. Okay, I don't know if anything is meant by it. You would call that what? Crappy acting? Like, um, well, overdoing the pursed lips sort of thing well usually if you're studying someone you're going to impersonate yes you would watch hours and hours of video of them so you get the impersonation down pat i don't remember michelle obama ever w- 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 <laughs> I, I don't remember any of that <laughs> do you i don't that's what i'm saying yeah that's weird man that's the weird part and see if you see it it's probably even weirder well i watched the scenes did it look weird it didn't look as weird as it sounds on its own. Are you getting the same sort of feeling, David? I have To hear it, it's worse. Let me hear that part again. John Edwards have secret service. <laughs> That's terrible. Okay, I don't know that there needs to be freak out, but I think that is a oh. fair criticism, at least. You get what I'm saying? John Edwards <laughs> so bizarre, man. Wait a second. This is what I want to do, if we can. Um, Let's play just a clip of Michelle Obama. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. We have a lot of them. Just for the Uh, sake of uh, of the uh, consideration of Viola Davis' I think this was before before the last election, maybe. We're all breathing a sigh of relief over the verdict. There's still work to be done. Um, And so we we can't sort of say, great, that happened, let's move on. I know that people in the black community don't feel that way because many of us still live in fear. Okay, that's a ridiculous comment. But anyway, I know what she was referencing there. Um, Yes. Well, I'm just taking any statement. No, no, from no her. I, I know, and I heard that. I didn't notice any. But, but, but that doesn't sound like John Edwards have secret service. John Edwards have Yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe the criticism. I, th- I think there. it's pretty fair. Yeah. How far do they go back with this first lady thing? To- uh, I saw a scene with Betty Ford. Oh wow. And she was talking about her own lady, and he was saying you need help, and she was, you know, right. That whole thing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that part, I mean, there are parts that look 
fairly interesting, but 40%. I don't know what the audience score is on that. Wow, yeah, okay. But man, oh man, yeah. That is weird. I got to see it now. Now I got to see it. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Oh, man, there was there was something we got to get to um, from the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. There was something said yesterday that was actually kind of funny. Mark, and I know there's abuse in that. Mark, we ran camp. Plus, did Biden really tell Obama, like Barack, that he's running in 24? That's not a good idea. Get <laughs> to that much more coming up. Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley. David Van Camp without voice, but speaking through computer is Dana Van Camp. And there is Scott Robbins. And David just shared with me the story that Joe Biden has told former President Barack Obama he does plan to run for re-election in 2024. This is the United States of America, for God's sake. (laughs) Oh, boy. Biden wants to run, and he's clearly letting everyone know that he's going to get primaried if he does. Well, I don't think the Democrats feel like we can go on like this. He's he's killing the party. I would argue there are a lot of things killing the party. He's just part of it. But as somebody who'll never vote for him anyway, I hope he does run. Yeah. The one thing we know about senility is that it gets better with age. (laughs) That's true. Very true. We need mental health workers. Right. Source added that Biden believes he is the only candidate that can beat former President Donald Trump in a hypothetical rematch between the two political rivals, mm-hmm. which was largely the reason Biden was able to secure the Democratic nomination in 2020. <laughs> okay. And the source said he believes he's the only one that can beat Trump. OK, you think about that for a second. He's not going to beat him in 2024. But if you ask the question, which Democrat has the better chance, we know it's not Kamala. No. She is hated worse than Joe. The bench is really thin. I mean, it's really thin. I understand. They had the most diverse amount of people ever to run in the primary. But, yeah, no one was interested in much of anybody. No. And for a little while, you had different people with a little bit of a lead. Like, Mayor Pete was a big thing until you knew he was an empty suit, and he hasn't done anything to help himself. I just saw a His poll, numbers though, are he, getting worse. He was third. Now? Yeah, Biden, uh, oh, Biden, Buttigieg, and then Mamala. Buttigieg Edge is two? Yeah, he was two. Well, that'd be without Michelle Obama well, yes. saying she would run. Yeah, we're not including people we don't know could be, you know, come out of nowhere and run. No. But I don't think she's going to run. David and I have had bets on that before. Well, I just don't see it. Much more power now. But I don't think she wants it is the problem. No. She'd probably be formidable. Because there are a lot of people that oh, already yeah. love her and oh, defend yeah. her and all of that stuff. I mentioned real quick, there was a funny moment. There hasn't been many. During the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial yesterday. And this actually made Johnny Depp chuckle during testimony. Okay. Now, you may not get this right away, 
but I'll explain. It's only like a 12-second clip, so here you go. What else did Ms. Hurd say about feeling insecure? She told me she didn't like hanging out in his house with his friends because it, it was boring and they were all old men playing guitars and it wasn't interesting to her. Okay, Johnny Depp is in the band with Alice Cooper oh, and yeah. Joe Perry. The vampire thing or whatever. Hollywood vampires. Yeah. Amber Heard didn't like that. Loose skin and old gross with their guitars and their rock and roll. I don't want any of that. So apparently when that was said, it, Johnny Depp actually started chuckling in the courtroom. I saw that. Yeah, he did. There was a smirk that came across his face. It's old men playing guitars. <laughs> By the way, that sounds like a concept album, too. You get a bunch of these guys together, old men who play guitars. <laughs> It would be weird, though. Well, I suppose they're all used to it because a lot of those guys, not all of them, but a lot of them do end up marrying younger well, women sure. over time. Yeah. So it's like, okay, there's Johnny Depp and there's another one, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it was boring and there were all old men playing guitars and it wasn't interesting to her. <laughs> this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley. David Van Camp is here without a voice, but speaking through a computer. <laughs> As Dana Van Camp, you'll understand. At your that service. Well. Thank you. Appreciate it. There's Scott Robbins. As you probably know, uh, it's okay to go without a mask on a plane or a train. I saw the people celebrating last night in the aisles when the announcement was made on several different flights. Yes, like finally. Yeah. It, it, it's been nonsensical for a while. We all know that. Yes. Seen it. But, yeah, when you're actually on the plane and someone says, hey, we don't have to wear these anymore, you understand? Good. On our Delta hub, it says mask now optional for employees, customers, following White House. Yeah. <laughs> so all the airlines, as soon as the announcement was made, that the travel mask mandate was gone from a federal judge in Florida. American Airlines, face masks will no longer be required for our customers and team members. United Airlines, pretty much all of them the same, Delta, right. Southwest, mm -hmm. they all went down to say, yes, face coverings are now optional. I'm not quite sure where people get that, well, what if I want to wear a mask? They won't let me now. Well, sure. No, I don't know whoever said that or where you get that idea, but that's not in play at all. You can wear a mask, sure. No problem. Yeah. You can wear gloves if you want to. We just got a picture from our producer from a flight two days ago where he was wearing the mask. He's bent right now. Because he had to, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. About that. Should have been eating pretzels. No, and so I've heard this conversation going on as far as masks and mandates and lockdowns. Mm-hmm in a free society. And as we review everything from the last couple of years, I think most would agree. And, you know, you 
Both of you guys, Scott and David both, said, I think people will play ball for a little bit, a couple of weeks to slow the spread. And that was in March. By April, people are going to start getting testy. By May, they're going to be done. And I think that was an accurate description of what was going to happen. But authorities got more and more power as time went along. And then you saw what was happening in Australia and other countries. And for the most part, people in America were saying, no, we don't want to live like that. We understand there are some risks here, but people have to live their lives. And now you see what's going on in China. And it's heartbreaking. We've heard the audio. We've seen the videos of kids getting just taken away. And you they take them to these basically camps where you have all these people infected, they may be asymptomatic, but what an awful place to live for even a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And you got 26 million people locked down in Shanghai, people starving to death, screaming at the top of their lungs at night. And I think you described it as that's got to be what hell sounds like. Oh, yeah, it's a hellscape. It is. It is. And, I mean, that's what happens when you live in that kind of society. Mm. And I know still to this point, I mean, most people in America would say, well, that's never going to happen here. You could also say we're seeing things happen right now in our country that we never thought we would see. And you would hope, yeah, enough people would stand up to never allow what's going on in China to ever happen here. But I thought this was really interesting talking about China and the unintended consequences of like a zero sum game, which what they're trying to do with covid I had never heard this story before, and so I just wanted to share it. This is Lee Wan writing for the failing New York Times, talking about China's zero COVID policy. Reminds us China back in the year 1958 mobilized a policy known as the zero sparrow policy. The bird? Yes. I asked you guys, have you ever heard of this? No. I had never heard of it, to be honest. 1958? Yes. Mm. Because the Chinese Communist government thought there were too many sparrows in China. And as the reporter wrote, all over China, people banged on pots and pans, lit firecrackers, and waved flags to prevent the birds from landing so they would fall and die from exhaustion. So one of them around. Holy smokes! I didn't even know that was possible! Yes! I was fascinated So by you that. keep them in the air? Yes. And they just dropped in dead because of what? Heart attack? Exhaustion. Oh, my gosh. Yes. By one estimation, nearly two billion sparrows were killed nationwide within months. Holy smokes. So nearly two billion sparrows in the zero sparrow policy. But then the story goes on. But you know what happens if you have zero sparrows? You end up with billions and billions of mosquitoes. Yes. Yeah. And not just mosquitoes, but also insects that destroy crops. Yeah, they do eat insects, yes. And as the failing New York Times goes on to say, the near extinction of sparrows led to insect infestations which ruined crops and contributed to the Great Famine, which starved tens of millions of Chinese to their death in the next three years. Wow. This is all new to me. I had no idea. I'd never heard this before. I don't know why, but I had never heard it before. I'd never heard it either. Are you telling me that communists have nothing but bad ideas? Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yes. What did Fauci say about the sparrow population? We don't know. We don't know. 
We have to protect ourselves from sparrows. That was funny, though. Zero sparrows, zero COVID, zero freedom. Golly. Yeah. Did the sparrows make a comeback? I think at some point in time. Wow. But they're still pissed. <laughs> Their ancestors were killed. <laughs> I had another point to that, but now I completely lost it. I Did they ever That's come actual back? where COVID came from. <laughs> sparrows. Pissed off sparrows. Oh, I know. What I was gonna... So listen, I mean, if you would have taught that in grade school uh-huh. or high school, I would have been like, that's insane. Right. And now, if you're what, K through third? You got people out there saying, no, we need to learn about binary crap. That's the most important thing. I know we're falling behind China when it comes to reading and math and science, geography. But this, you know, wokeism, we need to teach the kids. Which, by the way, um, there was an update on that story, the libs of TikTok account that got taken down by Twitter for a while. One of my favorites. Yes. Well, reporter Taylor Lorenz from the Washington Post. Horrible person. Tracked down the woman who runs that account. Wrote a story that included personal details. She was knocking on the doors of her family members. Oh, I know. Um, And also included this person's real estate license information. Included her home address. Okay, and Taylor Lorenz, again, this person that was just on MSNBC within the last two weeks, really whining and crying, actually crying about how hard it is to be a reporter because the worst of people are always harassing you online. And David, you got another piece of audio from her uh, to play in this. And I'm not sure I've heard this before, but go ahead and roll it out. And online online harassment is such a is such a it's such a misnomer. Um, I think it's a huge problem because um, you know harassment is is a is is a, it's a tool to silence people, especially women and people of color, or people mm-hmm. from marginalized um, identities for speaking out and it there's a very intentional like goal behind it it's it's obviously it's death threats and all of that and rape threats on the daily and it's not just twitter it's like every single surface right like you know my cell phone number getting out there people calling people harassing my family members stalking me like all of that is incredibly terrifying and invasive um and it's bled out into the physical world too which is even more terrifying right yeah okay and this person less than two weeks later Docs is somebody. It's so terrible and so evil, this stuff online. And that's exactly what you did. It's unbelievable. And again, it's been talked about that particular reporter, Taylor Lorenz, has made a career out of ruining people's lives. I'm not that familiar with her, to be honest. It's what I've been told. The Libs of TikTok account, again, to state, all it is is an account that shows liberals who are on TikTok with their own videos. There's no other commentary. It's just basically promoting what that person wanted out there online to begin with. You could argue it's a tool helping people get their message out. The problem is the message is insane, and people on the left don't want all of that out there because they know it's insane deep down. As an example, I just happened to check was earlier today because mm-hmm. I knew the lips of TikTok Twitter account had been taken down for a while. Was it back up? I hadn't seen it in a while. And this was posted, I think, in the last 
24 hours. Oh, good. New one. Okay. Of a liberal right. on. These are fun. I, or at least it was reposted. These are fun. Yep. Um, it's about 40 seconds. I'm sure we're going to learn something from it. Go ahead. Here is Madison Cawthorn's definition of a woman. X chromosomes, no tallywhacker. Okay. So this particular liberal is talking about a Republican, how he defines man and a woman, right? Okay. I'm not quite sure. I don't, I'm not up on all the verbiage. Um, this is a dude. He got like a beard, but he's got eye makeup on, certainly lipstick, and it looks like feminine clothing. Uh, but I'm not quite sure because if it's a trans woman, they would shave the beard. I would think. Right? So I don't know if that's non binary. I, I have no idea. But Freak anyway, show this is person, the technical term. What's that? Freak show. Freak show is the technical term. But thank you. And so, yeah, Freak Show goes on. And this gives me a chance to talk about biological essentialism. <laughs> um, first of all, it's not true. People have all kinds of chromosomes and all kinds of bodies. Women who've had hysterectomies, people born with certain conditions. But that's almost immaterial. Number two. Okay. I can't imagine why people would laugh at something like that. Okay. That's a completely different topic. What, uh, again, Freak Show is what you said? Okay. Yeah. It's saying... But then it gets to this. It is a system of oppression. Gender is a hierarchy <laughs> and a system of oppression. And the easier it is to define gender, the easier it is to keep the oppression going. It's dangerous. Yes. <laughs> so here's the thing. The people on the left are saying that Libs of TikTok account is hateful for putting our message out there. That's the message that can't. you have. I just you can't. just don't want it out there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, that's what it is. <sighs> Did you know cheating wives are more likely to own a cat than any other pet? Hmm. That's out there. Uh, well. But we have time for that. And Jin Saki cries about what? That and much more coming up. Markley Van Camp and Robert Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp, who is voiceless, but he's got a computer voice today. Yes. Dana Van Camp. And then that's Scott Robbins, the sexy boomer. Yes. Over there. All right, David, you sent me this piece of audio, and it said Jen Saki crying. I didn't realize. You're talking about real crying? Real crying. Oh, really? Well, apparently. How did know, I not see this? So we know Democrats are really upset that oh, Republicans in Florida and. Yes. Other places are telling teachers, hey, you can't teach the young kids about sex and have private conversations without parents knowing about it about sex. Kindergarten through third graders, yes. Shouldn't be any grade. Right. But that's specifically that's who we're talking about here. Yes. Yeah. So Jen Psaki was on the News Not Noise podcast and said this is actually a backlash to the legalization of gay marriage. What? Really? I can't wait. Roll it. This is a political wedge issue and an attempt to win a culture war. And they're doing that in a way that is harsh and cruel uh, to 
a community of kids, especially. I'm, I'm like, gonna- no, it's not. It's for parents. Too many times it's happened. These groomers are having conversations with kids and saying, well, we'll never tell your parents. We're not doing that anymore, Jen. I'm like going to get emo- I'm going to get emotional about this issue because I just it's horrible. But uh, but you know it's it's like kids who are bullied and this is like all these leaders are are taking steps to hurt them and hurt their lives. No, have a conversation with the parents. No one's saying you can't be whoever you want to be. That's not what it is. Why are you so emotional about everything? Can you just look at facts one time? And hurt their families. And you look at some of these laws in these states, and it is going after parents no, it's not. who are in loving relationships who have kids. It's completely outrageous. Sorry. If they have loving parents, okay, they've already talked to their kids about these issues. They don't need their teacher to talk to them about it. Goodness. I, and this, this is an issue that makes me completely crazy, but it is an issue that is a political wedge issue. It is not a reflection of where the country is. Oh, gosh. Are you get out of your bubble? Get out of your freaking bubble. Look at a poll. You're speaking for the country when you say that. Look at a poll. You're an idiot. Wow. That's bizarro world. That's a person that's never had a real job in her life. No. Get over to MSNBC. It was right Quickly. out of college, right to the political BS. Good Lord. Wow. The American. It's really hurtful. <laughs> oh, it's poll after poll after poll. Make this an issue. Going to the next election, making this an issue. I wonder if it was hurtful as far as that girl that ended up killing herself after the state took the child away from the mom. Yeah. I wonder if she had the same sort of emotion there after she was groomed. I wonder. All right, let's switch to this. Hey, remember all the people on the left that uh, is so hateful policing is so hateful. We don't want no more police. We don't want no more police. And we want to reimagine police. The folks in law enforcement Mm. that share the goals of reimagining policing. Right. Reimagining policing in the 21st century. You know all these people. Rethinking and reimagining policing. Community efforts to reimagine policing. To reimagine policing. We have to reimagine what policing looks like you know that because policing is hateful upholding the law we must reimagine what public safety looks like there we go oh yeah then there was the report the massive increase in black americans murdered in the year 2020 holy mackerel again you never talk to people who are impacted by this you never do nope never nope wow uh murders across the board spiked nearly 30 percent in 2020 compared to the year prior why well, wanted to reimagine police. That means less police on the streets. That means criminals get out sooner and they keep committing the same crimes over and over. And who ends up paying in the end? You reimagined it all right. It's a freaking nightmare. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. I'd like to see you get more emotional about that, Jen Psaki, and maybe do something about it so people aren't dying every day needlessly. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious. And that's the thing, man. You went from, like, below 7,000 black Americans murdered each year, and then they shot up 43% in 2020 compared to the previous 10-year average? Because you're out there trying to blame everything on police? 
is so irresponsible. And there were plenty of people out at the time saying, this is irresponsible. You know who's going to pay for this? It was easy to predict, and here are the numbers. What a joke. Okay. Hey, you know that horse whipping incident down there at the border? Apparently the White House doesn't want to talk about that anymore. We'll get to that much more coming up right here. Show. I'm Jamie Markley, Gen Xer, the millennial, David Van Camp. He is without voice today. He has a computer-generated voice. Yeah. We need it. And there's Scott Robbins. He's, he's got boomer. He's got sinuses, by the way. Somebody said, do you think it's COVID? I'm like, no, he's taking like 27 COVID tests. Could have been a false negative. Yeah, not 27 times. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, he's got sinus issues. Yes. That's what I've been telling people anyway, David. I hope I'm accurate in that assessment. Because yes. Okay, thank you. Thanks. All right. I don't want to tell him those rabies or something. Hey, do you remember the awful scene at the border months ago? Now, oh, you mean the whipping? Is that what you mean? Border patrol on horses were whipping uh, people, just randomly, just whipping them. Not just people. Oh well, they're immigrants. Not just immigrants. People of color, immigrants, Haitian, Haitian immigrants. That's it. Right. And that was made right. a deal. Like, see, well, see what happens. It was modern day lynching. It was worse than, was it worse than slavery? Worse than, yeah. According Isn't that to, what Maxine yeah. Waters said? Maxine, worse than slavery. Sweet Maxine said it was. These okay. guys were just randomly just whipping people of color. Yes. For no good reason. But again, that didn't happen. Was what? it a whip? Was horse reins? Yeah, no. So, and, no, and no one was whipped. Everybody jumped on board, didn't they? Everybody. Oh, of course. And there's going to be an investigation. Oh, yeah. And there was an investigation. Yes. What did they find? All of Border Patrol was cleared. Yeah. Because nobody whipped anybody. They, yes. Right. And David has asked this many times. Well, hey, how about an apology to these people that were just trying to do their jobs and secure the border? Yeah. You made them out to be these abusers. I mean, everybody in D.C. was on board with this awful, disgusting, going to hold people accountable. Everybody everybody owes them an apology. The so? Dorcas, Biden, Mamala, the whole, the whole kit and caboodle. So Peter Ducey from Fox asked White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki when Joe Biden might apologize to these border agents. Here you go. When is the president going to apologize to them? There is a process and an investigation that's gone through the Department of Homeland Security. I don't have any update on that. Well, I do. The president said that they were whipping people, which would be a criminal offense, and they've been told they're not going to be criminally charged. And there was an investigation into that, and I'll let the Department of Homeland Security announce any conclusion of that investigation. You accused these officers of brutal and... Conclusion? I thought we already had the conclusion. Yes. Didn't we, David? Yeah. What are you talking about, then? 
Don't you get a briefing anymore? I know you're off to your other job at MSNBC in a month or so or whatever, but you still have a job to do. You accuse these officers of brutal and inappropriate measures now that they've been told they will not be criminally charged. Will you apologize? And, Peter, there was an investigation into their behavior. So that investigation is playing out. No, Whenever it's it's, uh, going to be announced, the Department of Homeland Security will announce that, and I'm sure we'll have a comment on it after that. Really? So are you going to apologize? Hmm? Yeah, I think you should. Well, it's an easy thing to do. We rush to judgment. We have egg in our face right now. We want to apologize to those officers we accused of being racist and racism. And they were taken off their duty. They were assigned to desk jobs or inside the building. Couldn't, you know, I mean, it was ridiculous. Over nothing. All right, I just want this to play out for a second. Let's say... In this imaginary world, for the sake of argument, Jen Psaki comes out and says, you know what, Peter? I'm actually going to take the opportunity right now. I want to apologize to all of those agents. Okay, in that first look at the video, we were troubled. We didn't understand even what was happening. And, yeah, I suppose we jumped to conclusions. Mm-hmm. All right, And we thought it was awful. And we made these accusations. And after the investigation, um, they were not founded. And I do want to apologize to not only the agents, their families. I'm sure they went through a lot going through all of this. That was not our intent. And, yes, I sincerely apologize for that. Would you think different of her? Yes. Actually, I would. At least for a day. Yes, for a few hours. I'm not even going to commit to a day, but just for a few hours anyway. Because she'll be speaking for the White House. If she said I speak for the president, the vice president, the Dorcas, I, I speak for all of them when I say... We are really sorry. We were misled by video. We saw the video and we came to a conclusion long mm-hmm. before we had any facts. Right. Fine. I mean, it doesn't make it right, but at least you this know. is what you teach your kids to do. Right. You can reflect on your poor judgment for a second. You get it wrong. Own yeah. it. No, I agree. And then the same people whine. It's such a cynical society. Well, really? Yeah. It's hilarious that they're going to be. Saddled with this. Yeah! <laughs> As I mentioned, Van Camp can't talk. It's computer no, generated. Right. Yeah, yes. so I want to give him the space there to do that. Yeah. Gosh dang it. Well played. That's nice. I like yeah, that. That's good. Uh, by the way, speaking of the border, um, usually when it comes to a story like this, I'll say, hey, man, this is really interesting. David, deliver this story, would you? He can't. Because he's got this news background, and he's just good getting the meat of a message out there. So I'll do my best with this. But it has to do with the border. And this was a piece in Daily Wire written by Ben Johnson, and it was like an opinion piece. And, you know, it's a clicker when it says how Joe Biden's immigration policies wage war on American women. Like, whoa, how's that? Well, to get to this, you're talking about um, illegal immigrants arrested by ICE, um, had a lot of convictions for domestic violence over time. This is wild. This was fiscal year 2020 for sexual assault, 3,051 convictions, 1,334 charges. Sex offenses uh, generally, 4,184. Family offenses, 2,336. So what the writer is getting at is you got Kamala out there saying, hey, as far as the illegal immigration, we need to get to the root causes. Yeah. 
Okay. And also, part of that plan, the fifth pillar, if you remember, of Kamala's master plan to curtail illegal immigration, says combating sexual, gender-based, and domestic violence. And yes, it's no secret Joe Biden has presented himself as an ardent defender of women uh, on the campaign trail. Remember, he said, we got to keep punching at domestic violence. Just keep punching oh, at it. Yeah, yeah. Said that during the debate. Weird choice of words, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the numbers, the administration has created a safe harbor for domestic abusers. Um, as many as 41% of abusers will be rearrested within two years of people that they let go. And so, as the writer is saying, if Biden promised to protect victims of domestic violence in the United States, then Merrick Garland, old shaky Merrick Garland, uh, removed limitations on asylum for victims of domestic violence abroad. And, you know, basically what we have now is an administration that says we want to protect all these things, yet they let people go constantly. And so what it reveals is they're much more interested in illegal immigration and letting people come through than protecting women. Well, sure. And I think there's an interesting point to that. Well, you could dovetail that into protecting more Americans. Absolutely. You know, yeah, they don't care. But I think it, especially because, what was it, 2012, 2014, we heard the war on women constantly. Republicans, is a war on women. It's toxic machismo. Mm-hmm. And letting all these people go. It's it's disgusting. Okay. Um, there was another piece. We're going to have to do this another day because we have to do it when David actually has a voice. There was a book written about 2007 called The Dumbest Generation. <laughs> and it was about millennials. A play on the greatest generation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now there's a follow-up called The Dumbest Generation Grows Up. And you could say there's some unnecessary shots at millennials. Some may be not fair. Um, but this is getting a lot of back and forth online. But I don't want to get too deep into that, especially when David doesn't have the voice today. Because there were even some things in there I'm like, well, I don't know if that's quite fair. But what is interesting, I'll just say for today, is that millennials, to a large degree, when they're talking about, you know, either their failures or where they fall short, they can blame on boomers because they raise them. And as the Gen X are on this show, I just get to sit in the middle. I kind of appreciate that. Well, I mentioned that earlier to you today. I said there were a lot of boomers and we got ourselves to blame in a lot of ways. We we wanted to be ra- we wanted to raise our kids differently than our parents did because well they you know, they were too strict or didn't fill us with enough confidence or blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So you overcompensate. Yeah. You overcompensated with an entire generation. Who's now overcompensating with their own children? God help us all. <laughs> it's cyclical. Yeah. yeah. No one wants to do it quite the way their parents did it. No, because we think they screwed up but a lot of times. A lot of times, yeah. yeah well, we no one gets it totally right, but some no. get it certainly more right than others. Right. There's no doubt about that. And, it, you know... You also have millennials, the first generation that kind of grew up with Internet. And th- that is a different kind different of world here. I agree. It really is. Well, you and I have talked about this before. I mean, if we could have spoken to the world and said what was rattling around in our empty heads when we were 16 years oh, old, goodness. my God, we'd, we'd be unhirable. I mean, there's, are, there's advantages, but there's definitely disadvantages. Oh, 
I mean, everything and, that runs through your brain at that age, nutty stuff. Yeah. Well, and there's addiction. That's true. I mean, oh, yeah. people do have the phone addiction thing. Yes. And it gets worse with social media. By the way, I'm not saying social media doesn't have at least some entertainment value. It oh, certainly it does. does. Yeah. As an example, I don't know if you've heard this woman posted some TikTok video. She's going to show off her new look. But when she was filming herself, she backed into a bedpost, and it hurt. So she gave, like, this little ouch, you know? <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Yeah. Which, for whatever reason, little things like that are just funny. Yeah. You know, people watch it again and again. She runs into it. <laughs> so now it's turned into this whole thing. Now you have people recording songs with her, with just the scream. Her okay. running into the bedpost. As okay. part of the song. Do you oh. want a sample? Of course I do. I figured you would. <laughs> okay. Everybody's singing and staying alive, staying alive. I, 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 staying alive. I keep on falling in. All right, whenever you're ready, take your time, okay? Me and you, don't be nervous. Van Camp doesn't have a voice, but he's dying laughing right now. This is great. You're a little late. Yeah, you're a little late coming in. <laughs> Just a little late there coming in. It's all right. Yeah, that's good. See, so you have a little fun now and again. <laughs> Okay, much more to get to. we got a news update, and there's going to be another golf match between all NFL quarterbacks. Are yes. you interested oh, yeah. at all? And much more coming up right now. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, without voice. There's Scott Robbins. But David Van Camp does have a news update. I will deliver it for him. Federal judge, you know, struck down the travel mask mandate. Yeah, I heard about that. Why, why did the judge do that? The CDC didn't follow the rules in extending the mandate. Didn't have the authority to do so. You can't do that. The Biden administration, though, seems now is going to fight for this. Because that was a big question. They're just going to lay down now? Jen Psaki today says this. We feel, still feel, that is entirely reasonable based on the latest science. Uh, and public health uh, decisions shouldn't be made by the courts. Uh, they should be made by public health experts. Well, they have rules to follow, Jen. Well, didn't yes. a bunch of judges override anyway? Objections to the masking when it became yes. a thing? Yes. I mean, where were they then? The David. real story is that she just came out against Roe versus Wade. Is that person drunk now? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about health. Yes. Yes, it just came out against uh, it. Decisions shouldn't be made by the courts. Uh, they should be made by public health experts. Mm-hmm. Golly. Do you know what that means? 
Yeah, that's a Roe v. Wade question. Very good, Dana Van Camp, on that one. Absolutely. Well, it's ridiculous. You know, I saw another story with her that there are people saying, hey, we got a conflict of interest. She's going to MSNBC. Yeah. How's she, how is she doing this job? Doing it like she normally did. And Acting say, like she was going to MSNBC. And you could say, yeah, that's that's a fair question. Well, yes. It's so cyclical. These people have I mean, had the same jobs. Jeez, that was, I mean, that, was then, least, that was the least surprised I've been in a while when I heard that. Well, and then if you look in deep, the current administration, how many people that have worked for BlackRock are now a part of D.C.? Lots. The whole game is rigged. <laughs> Seriously. No, I know. I mean, that sounds defeatist. It does. It sounds like I don't want to get up in the morning. Yeah. No, I don't think it's that because you've got to fight against it. You're fighting for the country. But you just know, I mean, a lot of money at play in a lot of this stuff. Um. Mention this just on a certainly a lighter note, but entertainment-wise. So the match is this thing that started a couple of years ago between Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson. Huge interest. And then they had a couple of quarterbacks join them. Mm, yeah. And then there's Charles Barkley involved with Phil Mickelson. And now we have Capital One's The Match with four quarterbacks. So this contest pits Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers against Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. I love this. So you would watch this? Oh, I'm gonna definitely going to watch it. Now, David, you're a football guy, but this is golf. Do you care at all? Maybe a little. Nothing. Golf is boring. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, this is, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be a lot of smack talk back and forth. This will be entertaining, I think. I, yeah, it has a real chance of being entertaining. It's hard for me to even decide because I actually like golf. And I'll watch golf. Oh, I do but too. Then, I'm always golf. curious about a casual fan. And then I know people that don't like golf at all are probably not going to watch anybody play golf. That's going to happen June 1st at the Wynn Golf Course in Vegas. Yeah, I can't wait. It'll be fun. You going to maybe wager some money? Mm. I might. Yeah. I might. You're yeah. only down 40. That's Your luck's got to change. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> this is the Markley Van Camp and Robert Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's mm-hmm. Scott Robbins. If you're just joining us. David Van Camp doesn't have a voice. Every once, in a while, every once in a while, he'll pop in with his computer voice. Right. Which is a female. Right. Which we're refer- referring to as Dana Van Camp. Dana Van Camp. But he's still, you know, certainly part of it. He's in this show. He's got another news update that I'll give you. As we already know, federal judge in Florida struck down the travel mask mandate. That's good saying the CDC didn't follow the rules in extending the mandate. They didn't have the authority to do so. so people were wondering, well, what's the White House going to do? It seems like they released a statement about an hour after Jen Psaki yesterday was certainly upset by the ruling, 
So you thought maybe they'd lay down. Now it doesn't seem like that. Um, former Biden COVID advisor Andy Slavitt was on CNN today. And this judge in Florida, federal judge that made yeah. this ruling, mm-hmm. uh, apparently she's kind of a young, dumb woman, according to this former COVID advisor to what? the president. Let's listen together, shall we? Roll it. Well, that's a pretty shaky legal ruling um, from a, a young and I think uh, I would say probably um, idealistic judge, a former uh, Clarence Thomas clerk. But, you know, I think oh. usually we would like to see the CDC, which has the authority to make these decisions, make this decision, not not a judge. They didn't follow the rules. Uh, the CDC had asked for 15 more days to review data. Uh, I think it's how many times can the CDC be wrong? And still have that authority. Oh, plenty more times. Mr. Advisor, just curious. It's important that we, we see that. We have to remember there are cancer patients and four-year-olds that are not vaccinated or are vulnerable. Uh, so hopefully um, people will continue to, to show good judgment. <laughs> good judgment. Were you, what does that mean? We hope that people still stay masked. Did you hear the reaction from people yesterday? They were cheering. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The mask came off immediately. It was interesting, too, when Jen Psaki was asked yesterday um, that why are why are the masks necessary? Because to anybody looking at the data, it doesn't seem to follow the science. Why is it that we can sit here in the White House briefing room with no masks, yeah. but people can't sit in an airplane cabin with no masks? Well, Peter, I'm not a doctor. You're not a doctor. That I'm aware of. If you're a doctor, I wasn't aware of that today until today. Okay, not a doctor. Just making sure. I don't know. Um, and nor do you play one on TV. Nor does he play one on TV. There you go. Most days. Um, but these determinations, remember the masking guidance is there are is green, yellow, and red. We are currently in a green zone in Washington, D.C., so they're not recommending it. Some people can still wear a mask if they want to. Many people do. Do you think when she goes home at night that she realizes what most of the country thinks? Or does she think that most people really do admire and respect her? Or does it just not matter? She surrounds herself with people who admire her. She never I ventures suppose. outside of that that very safe area. No, I suppose it's pretty much that. Well, you know, and this bubble. idea and notion that you can't be critical of something unless you are something. It's like you can't boo a baseball player because you're not a baseball player. You're not an umpire. You are you an umpire? And you're not allowed to boo them? You're not allowed to, to question their abilities because you're not one? Right. I mean, that doesn't make any None of this makes any sense, but that's that's one of the dumbest arguments ever. Well, you have eyes and ears and a mind, and you can figure out well, things, sure. especially through studies, and yeah. then it doesn't match with the CDC. Right. People you can start come, to get irritated. Exactly. You can come to a conclusion without being a doctor. Thank you. Okay. Uh, another story that's getting more and more traction is, well, it revolves around the Libs of TikTok account on Twitter. One of our favorites. Well, I mean... We played several clips over time from this account. And again, all it does really is hold a mirror up to the left. It's people from the left recording videos about their take on whatever it might be. A lot of sometimes kooky issues, especially trans issues. And then that account just shows the video. That's it. It's also critical to point out these are not people parroting them. These are the actual people themselves being very serious about whatever they're trying to engage you in. 
And they're mad now because they were put on libs of TikTok. Yes. So Taylor Lorenz, who used to work for the failing New York Times, is now a reporter at the Washington Post, is a controversial figure already. Um, some would say she's made a pretty good living out of ruining people's lives. Yes. Well, a couple of weeks ago, she was on, I think it was NBC, correct? Yes. Yeah. It was NBC. Um, talking about how people being mean to her online was just tearing her apart. Okay, might as well just share that audio. I had severe PTSD from this. I, I contemplated suicide. It got really bad. You feel like any little piece of information that gets out on you will be used by the worst people on the Internet to destroy your life. And it's so isolating and terrifying. It's horrifying. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's overwhelming. It's really hard. Okay. <laughs> now, if you felt any sympathy for Taylor there at all, it's probably gone now because she is the one, along with her editor, that doxed the owner of the Libs of TikTok Twitter account, who was anonymous, that wished to remain anonymous. And it put out all of their information. Notice the Daily Wire, they're not going to publish the name. A lot of outlets are just not going to say who it is. Not going to carry the water for the Washington Post. Um, and different people are reacting um, to what's happened. And it is pretty crazy, again, that this Libs of TikTok account has, what, 660,000 followers? Um, all it does is show videos of liberals. That's yeah. it. Like, if you don't like the way these people are portrayed, talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's it's craziness for the world to see. They put themselves out there. Yes. And, Proudly put themselves out there. But the owner of the account actually said today, had an update on Twitter saying, words cannot express how appreciative I am of the support I'm receiving right now. Thankfully, I'm currently holed up in a safe location. I'm confident we will get through this and come out even stronger. Great for, for all the thoughts and prayers. Because her job details, her identity, all this personal stuff was published out there earlier today. Mm -hmm. And just as another example of one of the pieces of video, yes, Mr. Van Camp. Liberals get mad at libs of TikTok for the same reason fat people get mad at old jeans that don't fit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the pants. It's not the mirror. It's you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, good one. Right now, Dana Van Camp is competing with David for level of hilarity. Yeah. That's pretty dang good. Uh, as another example of a video... And this was within the last 24 to 36 hours that appeared on Libs of TikTok. This is um, a teacher in Florida who is complaining about the law in Florida, the parental rights bill that they're still saying don't say gay, which is not true, but they forward the lie. My state decided that it was a good idea to ban the use of the word gay in the classroom. No. Educators can now <laughs> not are not allowed to say gay in the nah, classroom that's anymore. That's a lie. That's a lie. This is a life or death issue. That's a lie. Why do I say that? One of the most important statistics that I use in my curriculum. By the way, just as a side note, 
there were many people on Twitter that said, I'm sorry, as soon as they said important, I couldn't watch anymore because there was no T there. It was just important. They couldn't take it. Yeah. Statistics that I use in my curriculum. When oh, by the way, this is another big lie coming. Here you go. Um, when teaching anti-oppression, specifically about LGBTQIA issues, is 72%. You decrease the likelihood of a young trans person of wanting to commit suicide if all you do is use the proper pronouns for that person. It's completely debunked. It's total BS. They trot this out there all the time. 72%. No. You can save a life by using one, often two-letter word for a person. No. Misgendering someone can have them go on a spiral where they don't want to live anymore. And now we're not allowed to say gay, even if we are gay. And it just goes on from there. So, again, that account, Lives of TikTok, just showed the nonsense that they throw out there all the time. Some are certainly goofier than others. Like, I love pronoun day with my kindergartners. It's the most excited I get all week. It's important. That sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, important. Yes. Yeah. You hate the drop T in speech, yeah, Robinson. I'm that, not a fan. I don't understand the drop T. Yeah, you're. I, I don't. You're not a fan. No, I'm not at all. Okay, here's something else that's out there. I didn't know this. Maybe you knew it. Elon Musk in the news, of course, because he's trying to buy Twitter. Yeah. And it seems like, even from polling, part of the country split on if this is a good thing or not. Because if you're on the left, oh, no, free speech sucks. Oh, we can't have people hateful. Mm -hmm. And then other people are like, no, free speech this is what the country's built on. Anyway, Elon Musk, did you know he doesn't own a home? No. This was fascinating to me. I mean, does Part that mean not a singular home, or like homes, or just no, no address? Here you go. For sure, it would be very problematic if I was consuming billions of dollars a year in personal consumption. But that is not the case. In fact, I don't even own a home right now. I'm literally staying at friends' places. I, If I travel to the Bay Area, where most of Tesla Engineering is, I, I stay in my... I basically rotate through friends' spare bedrooms. I don't have a yacht. I, I really don't take vacations. So... It's not as though there's, um, that my personal consumption is, is high. I mean, the one exception is a plane, but if I don't use the plane, then I have less hours to work. Well, it raises one wow, question. Man. <laughs> it raises a lot of questions. One was, what does the left have against this African-American immigrant who's homeless? I don't understand it. Wow. Put it like that. Yeah. I don't quite get it. I'm about the, the guy calling me up going, hey, can I bunk on your couch? What are you going to say? No. You, you got a gazillion dollars. No, you can't. Yeah, no. What, is that what you're going to say? Of course. As long as he tips me. That's wild to me. It's like he's raiding your refrigerator. I understand. They eating say. your pizzas. Okay, man. I think he's good for it. <laughs> Sleeps at 20 when he leaves. You're the one that would be irritated. Did you Did you eat the last piece? Hey, man, come on. Really? My beanie weenies. Of course. All right, news update. Straight ahead, right here.
the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, by the way, David Van Camp doesn't have a voice for just joining us. All right, he'll speak through computer every once in a while. Uh, CNN, update on their CNN Plus streaming service. Mm-hmm. Well, hmm. falling a little short of expectations with the launch. It can happen, right? Yeah. You're going to, uh, well, hold on a second. Axios says it's doomed. <laughs> According to the story, inside CNN executives think the launch has been successful, but Discovery executives have now suspended all external marketing funding and has laid off CNN's chief financial officer. Yeah, that's not good. 150,000 subscribers so far. How many? 150,000. Oh, my. Yeah. Jeez. It, not good. No, no. Um, sources say a plan is being considered to replace Chris Cuomo's 9 p.m. slot with a live newscast now instead of a personality-driven perspective programming. Well, you can't compete, man. You news. can't compete. Wow, you man. you got to do something else. That, that's that's really in the tank. Okay. Gosh, dang, man. So that's out there. Also, um, David just provided me with audio of Senator Chuck Schumer speaking at a church's Easter celebration. Oh, no. Yes. Is this uh, just a regular church with many different folks in the congregation, different races? Is this a particularly black church? It is a black church. because It sounded that way to me just because I'm used to white Democrats pandering in black churches. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if the Hillary Clinton will ever be topped. I mean, if there was a walk-off ever... As far as the pandering goes, where you're changing your voice to appeal to oh, people. Oh, yeah, I remember those days. Yeah. I mean, the, my water mark has to be Hillary. I don't feel no ways yeah, tired. I come too far right. from where I started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. I don't believe he brought me this far <laughs> to leave me. Okay. It's hard to believe sincerity like that was not electable, wasn't it? It, it really crazy. Man. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's a high bar. Oh, gosh. But Chuck Schumer's thinking, I can play in that arena. Mm. I can do this. Watch me now. Katanji Brown Jackson will be the first black woman to ever hold the title justice. And I believe, and if I have anything to do with it, the first of more to come. Lord knows it took too long to get here. But now that we're here, there's no going back. Ready for it? The stone has been rolled away from the tomb. Come on, And all man. those good things we hoped and prayed for will come to pass. So happy Easter. The stone has been rolled away. What? What's wrong, Scott? So he rolled away the stone and what? Uh, Twelve black women came out? What, what is he talking about? Say we're not going back now. An Easter metaphor to explain Kentanji Brown? Yes. Jesus-like? Uh, I, I mean, I know that Jesus is, you know, all-knowing and all that. I mean, it's not quite the same as Kentanji Brown Jackson. When does life begin? Hmm. In think, your opinion? I think that's a... Senator, um... I think that's a real easy one for Jesus. Um, let's see here. No. <laughs> what? She doesn't know? Hmm. Jesus is about to come back and drop that stone on Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's pretty good, man. I was thinking something else, actually. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, God's gonna cut him down. God's gonna cut him down. Yeah. I was thinking, too. I don't know. Can Jesus tell you what a woman is? Uh, can you provide a definition for the word woman? Hmm. Mm. Can I provide a definition? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I can't. Well, see, there's maybe a little work to be done, but get in there. It's close. You keep fighting the good fight, Chuck. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Gosh, dang. <laughs> Man. He's pandering jack wagons. We should do like Unbelievable. the old school compilation album. White Democrats pandering. Oh, yeah. Like a greatest hits compilation. Yeah. Maybe on Memorial Day weekend, we could do like a classic rock station and do a big countdown. Be a good one. That would be fun, man. Yeah. Got several. Oh, goodness gracious. But that one certainly up there with Chuck. <laughs> I still can't get over it. I'm still I'm playing this over in my mind, that stone rolling thing. If you would have had that before now, that would have been in your trifecta, your top oh, three stories gosh, of the Oh, my gosh. I haven't the first time I'd heard it, him compare Katanji Brown to the Thank resurrection. You. Thank you, David. Even though his voice is gone, it's still huge yeah, contributor. Oh, it's huge. All right. Yeah. You got your top three stories of the yes, day. The trifecta yes, and a news update straight ahead right here. Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley. The Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the millennial without a voice today, poor guy. And there's the sexy boomer, Scott Robbins. Still like it when David pipes in by computer, with the computer voice. Okay, so we know there's a crisis at the border. It's never stopped. It's been going on for months and months and months, getting worse. And then next month, we know it's going to go to this other level. Uh, COVID restrictions for 42. Let them in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this has been an issue between Republicans and Democrats for a while. Now, you've had some Democrats say, hey, this really is a problem. There are more and more Democrats now coming out and saying, we've got to do something about this, especially ones that are in states that might lose reelection. Fox News was talking about Senator Mark Kelly in Arizona saying, right now we have a crisis on our southern border. Right now, this administration does not have a plan. I warned them about this months ago. (laughs) It's going to be, to be honest, it's going to be a crisis on top of a crisis. Racist. Yes, Yes. Democratic racist. Oh, we know that. We're welcoming, remember. Right. Why does he want to rip children from the arms of their mothers? I don't know, because he's heartless. Astronaut. Yes. So this is going to be interesting to watch as time goes on. Well, you have polling everywhere that tells you what people really think of this issue. I don't know if you get your marching orders from Pelosi and Schumer, but my goodness, are you ever going to stand up for the people that you actually represent? Remember Senator Raphael Warnock out of Georgia? He's a peach. Well, he doesn't support lifting Title 42 at this time. Really? He believes in protecting the humanity of migrants at the border, but 
Before this policy is rescinded, the administration should present a plan of how it will ensure our border security. He ran over his wife's foot during a domestic incident. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. And he's ready to run over some immigrants if he has to to protect the border. Okay, he didn't say that, but I just imagined it. It's not like he doesn't know how to. (laughs) He's running against Herschel Walker, by the way. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be interesting. So that's just a little bit of a news update. Okay, are you ready for your big three stories yeah, today, Mr. Let's Robbins? Let's go, man. Let's do it. I think Casey's ready. I All think right. we can get the whole thing rolling now. Let's do I'd it. like to. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day, Scott Robbins gives us his top three stories of the day. Helped by his top 40 hero, his hero in life. I'm Casey Kasem. Yes. Scott. Yes, Casey. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Three. Well, what is number three? Are you ready for a no blank Sherlock story? Sure. No blank, Sherlock. Progressives in major cities have recently learned that gun buybacks are about as effective as decreasing gun crime as a pocket knife is to cut down a tree. <laughs> the way you deliver these This is a stories. CNN report. Okay. Explain that years of research have revealed that these buyback programs have no impact on the levels of gun violence. In any of these cities who were doing it. So essentially, these researchers were paid to tell them what three jamokes like us could have told you for free. <laughs> it doesn't work. You're killing me. Gosh dang. Oh One of the gosh. police uh, retired NYPD officers said, hey, these things are a dog and pony show. Look, a million dollars to do all this stuff and buy all these guns. It's not going to help violence in Chicago or anywhere else, but it feels good. It's to make it look like the politicians are actually doing something, but it means absolutely nothing. It's the same stuff year after year. It's a lot of times the same people in charge. Yes. Just keep doing it over and over and over again. And yet, and of course, these cities led by Democrats, and we all know this. Right. But the blame comes down to Republicans. Yeah. These people want to keep you down. It's right. insanity if they keep getting elected. So researchers examined the National Incident-Based Reporting System and the National Vital Stats System to find any proof anywhere showing buyback programs decrease crime. They found not a little evidence, not a skosh of evidence. They found no evidence that these work. <laughs> None whatsoever. Yeah. That it reduces anything. I know. They're going to keep doing it. You know what else they found during the study? It's very inefficient use of taxpayer dollars. Of course. (laughs) Yes. Do you remember when Trump went to the black community the first time he was running? Yeah. And said, what the hell do you have to lose? Racist! Oh, yeah. Going crazy. (laughs) Buy back. We're going to buy them back. Yes. We're going to take them off the street and buy them back. We're getting closer and closer to number one. Yeah. Two. Disney's at it again. Now the folks at Disney think, well, they have problematic Tinkerbell and Captain Hook, and they may have to be go away. What? Tinkerbell. Why? She is too body conscious. 
and jealous of Peter Pan's attention. A young, attractive woman who cares about her appearance and likes boys. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, they reportedly fronted over Captain Hook, too. Why? Why? Well, simply because he has a disability and he does really bad things. Oh. So kids will think people with disabilities are just doing bad things. <laughs> so that's just it because he's got the hook hand. Yeah, he's got the he hook hand. He uses it for bad. Yes. And so anyone with a disability yeah. mm-hmm. is going to say, well, then I'm automatically bad because Captain Hook is. Another well-meaning effort to promote diversity, having the exact opposite effect. Okay, so Tinkerbell, I, honestly, I want to try to understand this. From where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Disney is saying they may have to do away with her because uh, she's a little body conscious. And she's, well, Okay, body conscious, meaning she's proud of her body or that she, she doesn't like it and she wants to cover it up and, and wishes that it was better. Probably better, yes. I'd have to be familiarize myself more with the story. And I know she wants Peter Pan's attention. I thought the whole thing that if someone dressed as Tinkerbell for Halloween, especially adult, it was because it was fairly. Well, she cares more about her attractive appearance in order to entice Peter Pan. Well, can't a woman choose? Therefore, sending the wrong message to little girls. They got to doll themselves all up, I guess, and look attractive to nail a guy. Come on, man. Get with it. I don't understand it. The whole Princess but how thing? about how about actors who only have one hand and maybe a hook? I don't know. They can't play villains anymore? You know, I got a story on top of that if you want it. Only if you want it. It's your segment. Sure, take it. Uh, Ron DeSantis in Florida announced today that Florida lawmakers are considering the termination of Disney's uh, Reedy Creek Improvement District. Hmm. That... His position is that all businesses in Florida should be able to compete on a fair playing field without company-specific carve-outs or special favors from government. That's what his press secretary said. So that reminds Disney that the company is a, quote, guest in Florida, (laughs) that they just don't own the place. This is this 50-year-old special statute that makes Disney exempt from laws faced by regular Floridians. They're thinking about doing away with that because of all the Disney wokeness, which is pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. Because Disney usually can, you know, make whatever rules they want because they bring so much business in. And DeSantis, it seems, is done playing that way. Well, he is. Again, this is the trifecta, Scott Robinson. I mean, he's rolling the dice here a little bit, let's face it. But I think he's looking like, look, we bend over backwards for you people. We think you're a vital and important part of the state, but I'm not going to let you run it. That's not going to happen. Absolutely. And it also, anybody else who gets the idea that they can do the same thing, it stops them from doing it, maybe before it even happens. Yes. I like that. Yes. Yeah, That's why okay. I like him, Casey. Top three stories of the day. And finally, yes. one. Uh, well, the guy who got caught la, 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 la on a Zoom call has decided to wade in to the uh, judge's ruling yesterday banning the mask mandate. Are you talking about Jeffrey Jeffrey Tubin. Yep. Okay. I don't think everyone knows exactly what you mean when you go la la or however you do. Well, it. he was on the Zoom call and yeah, I, uh, he disrobed and well, d- I don't decided know it was time to see Mr. Kanish. <laughs> I think he tried to put the the laptop all the way down, yes, the lid down, and, but it wasn't right. all the way down. And if he was I remember right. I don't want to shaking really... hands with Mr. Kanish. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's exactly what happened. 
So, so he's crawled out from under his rock, and he tweeted out the decision by the young Trump-appointed federal judge ending the mask mandate in travel shows the federal judiciary has turned into a Senate Democratic and Republican judges. They live in different worlds, and they rule differently. Okay, you're right. A 60-year-old guy that la 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 laws on a Zoom call has got much more adulting than that woman does. She's only 35, for crying out loud. All right. He should be glad the mask mandate is over. He loves to expose his flesh. <laughs> here it goes. Every time. Every time. Here we go. Okay. Bring it together. Thank you. All right, enough. He shut off his comment section, too, after he made that comment, because apparently people were weighing in. I bet they were. True. They were tossing. So what? They were tossing. I mean, you know, it, it, it came out in a in a disorderly way. <laughs> it came out. It came out. <laughs> That's probably the clip that will live on forever. Like there's think. an orderly way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and this was disorderly. And there you have it. Golly. Trifecta, Scott Robbins, top three stories. You can't make the this day. stuff up, no, can you? Every day. It's, it's really been an honor for uh, me. Well, thanks, buddy. <laughs> I'm quite sincere. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Of course. <laughs> All right. Got a news update to get to. And, of course, Nimrod's in the news. Straight ahead, right here. Thank you. You're welcome. Show. Thank you so much for being here, Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins, David Van Camp, still without voice. Hopefully, mm. he's back tomorrow. He's been talking through computer a little bit. This is new. What's that? Revolutionary way to broadcast. Oh, well, he just types it in and then it goes. the computer voice goes. It's awesome. No doubt about it. Um, quick update you heard about the mass mandate. Gone. I heard about that. Travel. Yep. You know who's picked up on that? The White House is disappointed. Yep. Uber and Lyft. Really? Yes. Oh, man. I, see, good for the Uber people and Lyft people, too, because they, they dealt with a lot of backlash. People screaming about it. They oh, didn't want to do gosh. it. Yes. You know, geez. But now you have another group of people saying, this is terrible. Well, then wear the mask. Wear oh, it. Oh, my God. <laughs> all freaking out. Oh, women on the left. simple. Wear it. Wear it all the time. Wear it when you shower. Wear it to bed. Wear it when you drive. Wear it everywhere. Who cares? Yes. We don't have to anymore. Uh, who was it? Uber, not Lyft. It was Uber saying, hey, not required to wear masks when using Uber. However, the CDC still recommends wearing a mask if you have certain personal risk factors. So what? And or high transmission levels in your area. No one cares about yeah. what the CDC says anymore. Remember, many people still feel safer wearing a mask because of personal or family health situations. So please be respectful of their preferences. More than mental and if illness. you ever feel uncomfortable, you can always cancel the trip. Yeah. And then Lyft had a similar statement to that. But there is a lot of 
freaking out from the left about mm-hmm. this. Is is it as simple as the court ruling didn't go their way, and so there's just anger? Or did they really think, hey, even though these studies have shown a cloth mask is like 15 to 20% efficacy, it's still needed? Or are we talking about their brains have been rewired from the constant messaging from legacy media and the left? Well, I think that's the mask. The mask is an identity, not a health issue. Okay, there's a couple things going on here. I think that is true. But computer voice David, known as Dana Van Camp, sounds drunk there. Yeah, it sounds like they've been, what happened? They've been boozing. I only had a couple sips. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you guys uh, want an interesting story that has to do with cats because you're both cat people? Before we get to Nimrods. Okay, what is it? Okay, it's not my study. Okay, but there is a recent study that says a woman is more likely to be unfaithful if she has a cat as a pet. That's weird. 22% of unfaithful women own a cat. Hmm. You know what the the second pet is as far as unfaithfulness? Women, most unfaithful, yes. Dog? I'm no, it's not. Rabbit? No. Guinea pig? No. Snake? Nope. You keep going. Mm, I'm done. Tropical fish. <laughs> really? Is there some sort of stereotype there? Because Van Camp, he's he's laughing. You just can't hear it. I don't know what that might be. Tropical fish and cats. Followed by hamsters, guinea pigs, lizards, tortoises, birds, and then dogs at wow. 12%. Dogs are way down there. Okay. Yes. Uh, talking about loyalty there. Might be something to that. I don't know. All right, we got to get the Nimrods in the news. Roll it out. Let's go. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods in the news. Well, let's start in Boston. 53-year-old woman. Okay, not sure why she had not learned to drive before, but was learning to drive. Just got her learner's permit. Hmm. All right, and then was given it a go this uh, this last weekend. Mm-hmm. Family member let her practice in their Range Rover. Wow, pretty pricey car to have somebody practice in. Now, where are you going to go? Like big empty parking lots? Something I'm like guessing, that? yeah. How about a cemetery? No. Well, if the thinking was you can't kill anybody there, well, there's still eds- headstones oh, all over sure. the place. Yeah. She plowed through eight of them. Oh, see. Lost control. There's a photo scattered on the ground, these headstones, and the Range Rover pretty banged up. Whole front end smashed. Everybody's okay. She didn't run over anyone living. No one got hurt. Cops are looking to see if they want to charge her with reckless driving. So you have that. Also in Boston at the airport, passengers facing confusion, panic, delays, suspicious package. What was it? It was a PlayStation console. (laughs) Get it together. And that's Nimrod's in the news.